What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the wonderful life of ministry derived from 1 Corinthians 16, 15. Devoted themselves to the ministry of the saints. This is your brother Josh. Let's go. Today's episode is entitled, A Good Name. Yes, a good name. Proverbs 22 verse 1 is our verse. It says, A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, loving favor rather than silver and gold. You know, when all of us were born into this world, our parents at least gave some thought to the names that we bear today. There was a couple that named their children Eeny, Meeny, Miney, and George. And one of their friend asked, out of curiosity, why is your fourth name George? And the, the friend replied, because we don't want any more. Going back to our verse, Proverbs 22 verse 1 says, A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, loving favor rather than silver and gold. If we are all honest, great wealth sounds appealing. It sounds good. Come on, who doesn't want riches? Who doesn't want more than what you have now? However, Based on the verse, this tells us that a good name is preferred. It is to be chosen. It's just so that we are clear. I'm not talking about the name that is on your birth certificate, your ID, your passport. I'm not talking about the names that your parents gave you. But rather, I am talking about the names that the world have given to us based on the way we have lived. That if your heartbeat stops right now, what names would reflect the name on your tombstone? If your funeral happened right now, can friends and families and congregations say good things about you or would they have to sugarcoat it? due to the beauty of your casket and service. You know, I want to share with you several truths about a good name. The first is a good name can be ruined by sin. Yes, a good name can be ruined by sin. One wrong decision, one wrong action as a servant leader in the church can ruin your good name. You know, there's a lot of examples in the Bible, but the one example I want to share with you comes from the book of Luke, chapter 19, the story of Zacchaeus. It says in verse 2 that there was a man named, here's the first name, Zacchaeus, who was, here's the second name, a chief tax collector, and he was rich. He was rich. He had a name, his name was Zacchaeus, and he was a tax collector and was rich. What does, our, what does our verse say? 
A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches. Verse 3. And he sought to see who Jesus was, but could not because of the crowd, for he was of short stature. So he ran ahead and climbed up a sycamore tree to see Jesus, for he was going to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw Zacchaeus and said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste, come down, for today I must stay at your house. Verse 6, So he made haste, came down, and received him joyfully. But when they, the crowd, saw it, they all complained, saying, He has gone, Jesus, has gone to be a guest with a man who is a, here's the third name, sinner. So we have Zacchaeus, his first name, and then based on his lifestyle, we see a second name named chief tax collector and a third name which is synonymous to tax collector called a sinner. Tax collectors in the Bible were mostly, if not all, dishonest people. And check this out. The name tax collector was equivalent of being called a sinner. People did not call him in, that day, in those days, Zach. They called him tax collector. They called him sinner. Now that's already bad, but it proves my point that a good name can be ruined by sin. Number two, a good name can be restored by salvation. Jesus said in verse 5, Zacchaeus, make haste, come down, for today I must stay at your house. Regardless of where you are in your ministry, whether you have done something terrible in the past or have not done anything terrible yet, not that I encourage you to, but if you have done something wrong before, Zacchaeus in this story gives us a beautiful example of what we must do. And Jesus actually gives us those instructions. First, Jesus says, hurry. There's a sense of urgency that a man or woman in ministry must man up and woman up and deal with the problem at hand. He then says to come down. It is a picture of humility. Let's get off our high horse. Didn't the Bible say the Lord resists the proud but gives grace to the humble? And then it says in verse in number three, on uh, based on verse five, for today I must stay at your house. It's it's a picture of fellowship. See, once you deal with your problem, once you deal with your sin, then you can restore your fellowship with the Lord again. Then you can experience genuine salvation. Yes. This is talking about your um, being born again in the context of Luke 19, but in the context of ministry, you can be saved from the sin that you are in. So if you are in that dilemma right now, are you going to do whatever it takes? Are you going to have a sense of urgency that you have to deal with it now? Don't let it linger. The more you let it linger, the harder it gets to confessing it. 
you know, I'm not saying that you stand in front of the congregation and, and you know, you, you let it all out there. But, you know, go to your pastor. Go to those that you can confide in and, and have a healing process if you have been in sinful um, actions. And then third of all, a good name can be revealed by sanctification. In verse 8, Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, this is what sanctification looks like. Look, Lord, I have given half of my goods to the poor. Because why? He has stolen everything. And if I have taken anything from anyone by false accusation, I restore fourfold. So what is sanctification? Well, on top of being set apart and made holy, sanctification is the evidence or manifestation that you have been set apart to do what is right. Our actions must reflect that we belong to the Lord. Our words must reflect that the Lord is holy so that we can let our light shine before men and they may see our good works so that God will be glorified in heaven. Let your good works, let your repentance let let your return and humility reflect a restoration of a good name. And lastly, in verse 9, Jesus said to him, after all that he had done, in spite of his name being ruined by sin and, and his name was restored by salvation, it said in verse 9, Jesus said to him today, Salvation has come to this house because he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Here's one more thing that I want to share. One last thing. Does anyone know what Zacchaeus means? Well, if you don't know, Zacchaeus means pure and chase. Now that's a good name. Heavenly Father, we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But God, I pray that we will pursue to live out a good name. Oh Lord, wherever we are in ministry right now, Maybe some of us are being tempted to do wrong. I pray that they will choose to have a good name. Maybe some of us have fallen away before and are being restored. I pray that you would give them the grace to get back into the game. So Father, I pray that we will be the servants that you want us to be. And we're just so thankful that you have allowed us to be part of your kingdom and ministry. May we live up to the names that um, you have given to us. And um, may you be honored and glorified in everything that we say and do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.